Hello, this is Bill Knauer, and you're listening to Author to Author, where we talk about writing and life. That's right, because what it takes to write the book you want to write is also what it takes to lead the life you want to lead. That's true. Author to Author is brought to you by Author Magazine, the premier free writing magazine on the internet, featuring articles on writing and the writing life, as well as video interviews with best-selling and award-winning authors across the genres. You can learn all about it at authormagazine.org. And we are funded by the good people at the Pacific Northwest Writers Association, supporting writers from pen to publication since 1955. Uh, We're going to have a conference in September, and I hope it's going to be live and in person and at a brand new location. It's beautiful. Anyway, good people there. We have good meetings. You can attend them from wherever you are virtually. Come join up. Go over to pnwa.org and learn all about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. Oh, it's good to be talking to you all. I got a great guest today. You're going to love him. Bernard McClaverty, Irish author. Oh, what an interesting guy. He writes novels and short stories, but also screenplays, librettos for opera. Yes, and just had a lot to say about stories and writing and creativity. Uh, he has a new short story collection out called uh, Blank Pages. And uh, he is the author of five previous collections of short stories and five novels, including Grace Notes, which was shortlisted for the Booker Prize and Midwinter Break shortlisted for the International Dublin Literary Award. And, well, anyway... Great guy, great conversation, and I'm so glad I get to share it with you. Enjoy. Okay, Bernard, welcome. Welcome to the show. Hi there, Bill. Well, Bernard, uh, listen, congratulations first on book number I don't know what. Uh, Do you know? I have the number. Uh, if we count them in short stories, then this is book six, I think. Uh, collection of short stories, but your novel is two, of course. Uh, there's five of those yeah. uh, to be read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So here you are. You're a bunch of books in. Um, you, you've accomplished a lot. You've produced a lot. Um, when did this really start? Did you let me or ask me ask you this? Do you remember your earliest recollection of caring about stories? Like, I'm interested in stories. Like, these are cool. Yeah, stories. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, and it, it came out of school, I think, um, that uh, how the, a good teacher can fire you up in some way, you know, yeah. and, uh, and maybe you put have an input into that as well. Sure. Uh, when he comes and deals 30 copies of uh, fact and fiction onto your desk and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and, you, and you st- I'd start reading it and, uh, and suddenly, and I, I can remember the story that kind of wakened me up was the occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge. By oh. Ambrose Bierce. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, I, said, I said, wow, this is great. This is wonderful. And it's a story, it's a story with a trick ending in a way. Yeah. Uh, which I have kind of uh, avoided, I think, uh, uh, since that. But but the 
the the the kind of atmosphere, the trickery, uh, the tension, all of that was there on that kind of first reading. Um, there and then in the same book, there there would have been other more local writers, uh, a namesake of mine called Michael McLaverty, uh, okay. who uh, wrote beautiful short stories. Uh, one called the Pachin Maker. Uh, Pachin uh, said he drinking from a glass <laughs> of a clear liquid, which is Pachin. Okay, I did not know. Is that is that a Gaelic word? It is yes, uh, and it's for alcohol, and wow. it's uh, it's a whiskey made from potatoes <laughs> or sugar. Uh, right. And uh, this was a beautiful story about uh, about a teacher who was a. Uh, you don't know this until right. the, the the story, but you you know he's a uh, you learn he's an alcoholic and uh, he he conducts a lesson uh, which is evaporation and condensation and he puts brown sugar and stuff into and he makes it and he said it's the clearest of the clear water and he just to prove that it's clear water he drinks it uh, in front of the class <laughs> and the door opens and an inspector walks in <laughs> look at you can still remember that story look how that I, is burned it now you I, I remember talking to frank delaney did you ever know frank yes i did i did yeah, I, I, I love frank no longer with us no he isn't got rest soul but he and i met through these interviews and kind of became a little bit of pals and and I was a huge Joyce fan, and I was also a fan of just the oral tradition of storytelling. Like, I grew up telling people stories, and he was like, oh, yes, yes, of course, in Ireland, this is such a thing. Uh, yeah. Was that the case for you, or was it really like, no, it's reading, and my family didn't tell stories? Uh, no, no, no. The, it, it was kind of like talk, you know, rather than yeah. stories, ah, rather okay. than stories, because talk is stories. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that if you go to a funeral and somebody says, you'll never, you never know who was there. Do you know? Do, do you right. Know that's that? the Frank, story. <laughs> Frank Delaney was there. What? Oh, <laughs> that's right. That that's right. Me. Right. So that's a story. Um, and uh, my family were full of those kind of things. So, and I grew up in a, in a house that uh, had uh, my mother and father and my brother. Uh, and then uh, after the war, uh, my grandfather and my grandmother and my great aunt came to live with oh us. Oh, my God. God, that's a <laughs> book in the making right there. <laughs> and they 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 talked uh, and uh, they talked all the time. And yeah. uh, they, I have lovely memories of them uh, and, and and fights and scraps. And sure, all that. sure. But uh, they, they appear in some stories that I've written uh, about my great aunt Mary. Uh, and uh, uh, that kind of tradition was there there was a bookcase in the house a glass fronted bookcase ooh, ooh. which uh you pulled down uh, a, a desk top and it'd give a big squeak uh, <laughs> you and know then, what we had one of those <laughs> we had one of those too and we that was right in the hall and you pull it down wasn't the same yeah. one i'm sure and there were all these old 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 books were in there stored yes there. yes and and there were mostly holy books 
saintly ah, books. Ah. Uh, you know, like, uh, and, but there were some novels and uh, short stories, and but they were all good, clean material. Uh, and <laughs> and later, later, my mother uh, was to say to me, uh, oh, when she learned that I was writing, yeah. she said, you know, son, I just pray every night that you'll not write anything dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you were a a regularly attending Catholic family, or is that, that- That's correct, that's okay. correct. Yeah. Uh, there, may, there, there would have been mass in the mornings wow. uh, when the ice was on the ground and- uh, Wow. Uh, I was an altar boy. And, All right. Uh, but you see, the thing, I, I don't believe a word of it now, but uh, <laughs> the, the, the thing that's important is that at that age, you were introduced to things like uh, imagery. Uh, yes, that that you went and you served the mass and the priest was wearing red or black or green uh, vestments. And and this was symbolic of uh, of uh, uh, sort of joy or sorrow or tragedy yeah. or yeah. Uh, death. And so, you know, that that uh, that and the, the language the Latin, the, the mysteriousness, like it was like witches around. Right. <laughs> around the also, cauldron. it does it does direct your attention. I was raised. My parents were met in the church. My father attended Harvard Divinity. But by the time I came along, there was none of that. So there was a real agnosticism towards religion, meaning they weren't going to say speak for or against it. So I was really up to me. But I do feel like there is something about religion if you're raised in it that does point your attention towards something greater than yourself. And I think of um, James Lee Burke as a suspense writer. I interviewed a wonderful suspense writer. He said, look, man, you better make peace with whatever God you pray to. Because if you think you're doing these stories on your own, you're nuts. You can't do it on your own. Whatever you call it, whatever you call it, there's something that you work with, whether you call it the muse or God or whatever that you're working with when you're writing. Now, does that resonate with you? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, okay. I mean, but but then then if I turn around and sort of beat my chest and say I'm doing it on my own, right, you know, right. <laughs> but, but there's nobody else out there. Uh, yeah. But but the people that help are were the friends that I had, ah. the people who had conversations. Uh, people's own creativity comes yeah. into me uh, and I try and organize it the best I can. Yeah. I sit down and hope for it to come through the pen or the computer or right. uh, whatever. You hope, for it. you hope for it. Now it's come through a lot for you. It's come through a lot. This is one of the great mysteries of writing. Like you've written a lot of stuff, right? You've been yeah. at this a while. Yes. Every time you sit down, I remember uh, Alice Hoffman said to me, wonderful American novelist and she's written a lot of books and she said every time she starts one she thinks I don't know how to do this like I because it's a new book right yeah, like that's how do I exactly write a novel right. again how do I do she, this does that, she, does that, that resonate I, I'm very very conscious of that you know that yeah. you, you sit down and you say how do I do this because <laughs> you, you have just you could have just finished a wonderful story right Right. And, and you've worked at it for three months or something. Right. Uh, and then you say, now I'm going to write a story about the opposite of that, but I don't know how to do it. What you have just done is of no use whatsoever. That's right. No what help. What you're going to do. Uh, right. So, so, so the blank page confronts you. Uh, and I thought that 
Um, there's a story in the new collection called Blank Pages. Right. Uh, and I thought uh, that that was a good kind of a title that would frighten the life out of a writer. <laughs> and that, that, that you're confronted by the blank page. Uh, and in this particular story, uh, the blank pages are used for other than writing on. Right, right. Uh, and uh, he, the, the, the man is an author uh, and uh, he uses, well, he has no real use for the paper uh, or the A4 sheets or the full scrap sheets that uh, he has in his study. Uh, uh -huh. So he uses them uh, for, for something else. I don't want to give it away. Oh, no, don't give it away. Don't give it away. <laughs> it's a good story. And you, so you are, have you written much? I've, for recently, I've been on a run of talking to writers who, I write about the creative process. Like that is what I write about. Creativity, writing, generally speaking, in the broadest sense. And recently, the novelists I've interviewed, a couple of American novelists, are, have written about writers. Jason Mott, who won the National Book Award for then, then a debut novelist. Some writers like to write about writers. Some will never do it. It seems like everyone's drawn to it. How often, I'm not intimately familiar with your work, how often have you had a protagonist who is an author? Besides, uh, not, not much. Uh, not much. A couple uh, in short stories, but I, I do tend to to write about uh, about living and about life and about families and uh, yeah. but also about art in a way. Yeah. Uh, that in some way I said I've said to you that I, I kind of uh, have uh, no great belief in God at the moment. Uh, <laughs> at the and, moment, okay, you're <laughs> oh good and that, open and mind. That, um, and that, uh, what come the substitute for that is art in a way yeah. that we observe each other, yeah. that we hope for the best for each other. And uh, there are some people who don't do that. Uh, there are some people who do the opposite to that. But right. religion uh, has, in my mind, been substituted by art, which is music or drawing, yes. yeah. uh, writing a song, yeah. writing poems. Uh, it, it's all about how we observe other people. Uh, and uh, I've written about painters um, and uh, I've written a novel about a composer, a girl yeah. who uh, called Grace Notes. And uh, it's a kind of conflict. Uh, the, the conflict that exists in it is that she is creative. She wants to be a composer, uh, but she gets pregnant. And now this is the, she produces uh, a baby. She <laughs> produces a symphony, wow. uh, and right. these two things are directly opposite. Uh, so that 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 took uh, a great deal of effort, I think, in, in trying to. Um, Put myself in the position of somebody who's having a baby. Yeah, uh, but, but but I talked long and hard with my wife about this, and yeah. and she supplied uh, information and insights that uh, uh, were wonderful, and uh, the things that I hadn't thought about, and so. I then supplied the interest in music. Uh, I have. Since I was a teenager, I started. Uh, I had these friends that I talked about. That that one of them would, uh, we'd walk home from school, and he'd say, uh, "Do you fancy coming in?" And I'm playing some opera. Uh, and he, opera. he would, 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> At that age, a, okay. He had a small dance set. Uh, well, I mean, now we would have been maybe 15, 16. Still, Al, oh, please. When I was 15 yeah. or 16, I did not know a soul who admitted <laughs> to listening to opera. So I'm impressed. <laughs> so so we would go here in and he, he, he would play uh, Caruso and um, Gallicucci and right. Maria Callas. And, oh, Maria Callas. Uh, wow. And we, we, we got to know uh, a whole lot of stuff. Uh, and eventually uh, an opportunity came around to me from Scottish Opera uh, who said, would you like to uh, write some lyrics for an opera with a composer, an Irishman uh, called Gareth Williams, who sounds like a Welshman. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> he and I put our minds together and we wrote a very short opera. It's like the short story, only opera. <laughs> I didn't know they had such things. I thought they had yeah. to be three hours or they weren't going to bother. No, 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 no. This this happened uh, that yeah. there were... Um, they, the evening's entertainment was called 515. I and there see. were okay. five 15 minute gotcha. operas. Yeah. Uh, and so you got to really work hard to bring it down to 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have a story. Uh, so were you the, you supplied the lyrics, but you, did you supply the narrative also, or did you guys yes. collaborate? Yeah. Did. Yeah. Oh. It was like a short story, only singing it. <laughs> hey, that must have been fun. That must have been a lot of yes. fun. Uh, so I've done I have done for Scottish Opera now about uh, five five of these, uh, wow. and I I, I, I operatized. I never I've just I, you know operatized. <laughs> hey, but listen for, for I know you've done screenplays too. They made Lamb into a movie. Was yes. that it was Lamb right? So you've got to see your work, you know, cinematized, which is yes. still they have to change it. They've got to change it, but. Seems to me the nice thing about the opera as a novelist and short story writer, where it's like, okay, I write the thing and then God knows what happens to it. You know, then it goes into the imagination. You get to actually see it. You get to see someone, you know, the first time I, I quickly share this with you when I was in my twenties and I had written a play, started writing a play, but I was an actor too. So I was imagining all the lines in my own head, just because that's what I would do. And then I gave it to my friend who was an actor. I said, let's do the scene together. And he started reading it. And it was the first time I'd heard someone take something I'd read, written, and reinterpret yeah. it and it come yeah. out and it was magical to me hearing yes. it come through another voice did, did did any of that happen to you as you were listening to these singers yes. translate your language into song in that way uh well yeah but not necessarily well this, that that was in in the, the case of the opera but my first instance of what you're talking about was that uh i had written a a long short story called my dear palestrina okay uh, and it was about a music teacher and a boy. Uh, and uh, I submitted it to uh, the BBC for radio. Right. Uh, and yeah. they, they accepted it. Uh, and I also submitted it unbeknownst to them, I think, uh, as for television. Uh, uh -huh. So we had two versions of the same thing. Wow. And, and and the the second one, the television one, was uh, the actress Eleanor Braun. Uh, she she was a wonderful actress, uh, yeah. and she could play the piano. And so Ooh. so that suddenly uh, here was a character who I had concocted in my head. Yeah. And somebody else totally believed in this character, 
uh, and uh, it, it was a kind of staggering yeah. uh, event to yeah. see somebody else. I mean, she came in to, to, to the rehearsal and sat down at the piano with the boy actor uh, and started playing Haydn. And I didn't yeah. even know she could play. <laughs> and then she, she takes a comb out of her uh, 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 pocket and puts her hair up while, while the boy is trying to play. You know, and these people are real. Uh, and suddenly you realize that you've created them. Yeah. Uh, you've made yeah. them and yeah. they're, they're better than you thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So oh, it's uh, great. So that, yeah. The, it, it is, uh, and in each case, it, uh, I mean, the the Lamb, the novel uh, with Liam Neeson yeah. was a wonderful actor who yeah. uh, who did the business, and it was a it's a sad and awful uh, situation that he's in. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Another was Cal uh, yep. with uh, Helen Mirren yeah. and. Uh, actress like that uh wonderful uh how great to get helen mirren she's well i mean she's just she just seems to have gotten better and better and better, and better as she goes yes. along wow Ab absolutely and uh you know to 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 see these things being come back to you and and to do well uh yeah i mean at the Cannes film festival it, it she got best actress oh nice for, all thanks to you, clearly. And your fantastic <laughs> exactly. script. <laughs> yeah, but, but these, these these are things that uh, you accept as you go along. Uh, you start off and nobody knows a word that you've written. And, <laughs> right. and th these are like very small wavelets coming in. Yeah. And uh, you say, uh, okay, well, there's somebody, my mother knows. That I right. <laughs> See, <laughs> and, hey, listen, wait, wait. Listen, you hear that? Listen, eventually Heron, Helen Mirren speaking his lines, but first, just like all of you, it starts with his mom, right? Yeah. His ma, let's do it. We're all starting the same place, don't we? Yeah. So, so the, 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 this is each increment or yeah. step as you go on. Uh, and uh, the, the last novel now, um, uh, I, was, I was writing a screenplay for it for... Uh, Midwinter break uh, uh -huh. now, and then the, what comes along? But COVID, and nobody's doing any work, and no. uh, yeah. Uh, so, so that 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 uh, we'll have to wait till the conditions improve. Um, yeah, yeah. And and uh, a company have uh, said that they want to do it. Uh, so, yeah. oh, good. Wait. Hey, wait. I was wondering. So, I, I live in the U.S., and that's. I am part of the writing community here, the writing, and, and it's pretty robust. There's, there's lots of writing conferences and uh, workshops being taught, and there's an MFA program at every college. There's writing groups, people forming writing groups. There's just a lot of people writing and thinking about writing and wanting to write in the U.S. What's it like over there in the U.K.? Is it a pretty robust community, or is it smaller and more insular? How would you... How would you I, I think it's I think it's good. I mean, uh, but the COVID thing is, has has been very bad. Yeah, uh, it's broken us um, up a little. That it, it seems to be that the emphasis has now gone into television. 
um, that television is easier to make than the than movies. Uh, right. And, I wonder uh, why. I I don't know. But I suppose you know ten episodes of something. Right. Uh, the way uh, it used to be one episode. Yes. You, right. and you call it a television right. play. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. It's the same uh, in the U.S. Now it's six to ten episodes. The miniseries, essentially. Yes. And 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 so you you uh, the, the the company and the money people are in control of the whole thing. Right. Uh, and right. can make it and can you know uh, make the rules that uh, people don't end up uh with covid or uh, right whatever. right right so um i i have then swung around and said okay i'll concentrate on the written word on the page and uh in the last couple of well five ten years um i have written a novel and a book of short stories i i i am not prolific no uh, <laughs> But I do. So what enough. do you attribute that? I can put it on my passport that I'm a writer. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. But do, do you write? Do you you don't write on a schedule? Then you write more like what? Or maybe you do like so. What is your sort of uh, routine? Do you have one? Uh, no, not really. Oh. I, I when 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 I want to write a story, I I I, I generally settle down and write it and. Okay. Uh, uh, but when you're walking along the street, you're writing. Yeah. yeah it never really stops, does it? You're, no. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh. right. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're doing it all the time. And uh, then when you, when you do sit down to write, uh, it kind of feeds through uh, somehow or other. I don't know how it happens. But it's like I, I, I recently thought of an image for it. Like um, it's, it's like breastfeeding. Uh, it's <laughs> that's know, the that, first time I've heard it that way. Okay, fill me uh, in. <laughs> well, b- because the, the act of sitting down um, and writing means that uh, the image is that the, the breast, uh, when the baby feeds on it, it produces the milk. Right. Right. It is the. It's right. The cry of the baby will cause the mother to lactate. The, yes. The, yes. That's right. So, so when you're sitting down, when you're I sitting like down it. to write, and you haven't a notion what you're going to get, you start the, the an image or something. Of then the, first, the juices come. and 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 then the 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 act of sucking is equivalent to the act of writing. That's right. There is something Pavlovian about. <laughs> I write that when I write, I write right here, like six fifteen every morning. And there's something that I always tell my students. There's a difference between your. It's a little difference between your domestic frame of mind where you're interacting with things and the writing frame of mind where you have to stop interacting and go in and receive the the story or whatever you're writing about and there's something for me that kicks in when I'm here at this time I sort of trained myself now it's time to do it and it's easy for me to drop into that that's that's yeah. my personal yeah. thing yeah. similar to what you're talking about I think uh, uh, yeah, I mean, one of the things about art that I was talking about that uh, was a story uh, called At the Beach. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, it was like, uh, uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> that's, the, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> Too many stories. <laughs> yes. Uh, the idea that, of uh, a blind painter. Uh, wow. you know, yeah. what, what could be worse than a writer without a story? 
or without the ability to write. Uh, and then uh, I say, what what could be worse than that? And it's it's, it's the thought that you could be a blind painter. Oh. Uh, and 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 then uh, he's um, this man wants to continue painting, uh, right. and he hires somebody to put the paint on for him. It's a kind of irony, uh, yeah. Yeah. and uh, it's uh, he, he's. Uh, an Irishman who's gay who uh, had to go away to Portugal uh, right. to uh, to work, and he he brings his lover with him, and he puts on the the canvas, and he tells him what color it is, very precisely what color right. it is, like it's it's, it's the color of. Uh, uh, but he never gets to see if he likes his work. He never gets to. <laughs> hey, you know who I think of when you tell me that story? Beethoven, yeah. baby. Old Ludwig Vaughn, he was nearly yeah. stone deaf when he wrote Ode to Joy. Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, yeah. it's a mirror. It, that just, it's one of my favorite stories. The ninth, one of the greatest symphonies ever was written by a guy who, like the one guy who never heard the, not the Ode to Joy was the guy who wrote it. Except yes. Said, right? Yes. Oh, these are good stories. Bernard, you're a very interesting guy. I am glad we are connected through the magic of the internet across the, con across the globe, across yes. the globe. Uh, so the new book is called Blank Pages. And if you like good short stories, and I do, you will like this. They're written with heart and intelligence and, of course, loads of craft. But I'm not done with you yet, Bernard. I have one more question for you. <laughs> and what I would like you to do is finish this sentence. If writing, all the writing you've done, the librettos, the short stories, the novels, if it's taught you anything, it's taught you what? Uh, it's taught me not to give glib answers to questions like that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. But, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's taught me that, that seeing the world and analyzing it and recreating it is uh, kind of a joy. Uh, it's dark. It's black when you come from somewhere like Northern Ireland, sure. where they have shot each other and they hate each other yeah. and murders and uh, injuries and bombs and you know yeah. those kind of things uh, you have got to be written about, and you don't write about them and and sort of jump and click your heels and whistle into the sunset. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, so, so that the, but there, there is also a joy in in the way that we live our lives and uh, read and read other people's work and uh, the, the the joy of the mind of and and the short story. The short story is is wonderful because you can sit down in a chair and in a couple of hours you can rearrange your mental furniture for the rest of your life. <laughs> Ah, the joy, the joy. Yeah. Well, we were just talking about Ode to Joy, and I got to say, if that's going to teach you the joy of being alive a little bit, I, I'm okay with that. Bernard, thank you. Uh, you're a very interesting guy. This was a lot of fun. Okay, I enjoyed it too. <laughs> thank you. Told you, told you he was fun, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, you got to believe me when I tell you these things. Uh, yeah, joy, people. It's all about the joy. Love and joy, it's all the same thing. 
well, this has been a lot of fun. I'm going to be back again next week. I think I'm going to be live because I do like being live. But until then, go find something you love. Go find something that brings you some joy and just do it. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.